He's born ready. Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows. On the podcast network, it's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar today, we're at Fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is a couple of blocks down from Napoleon Avenue in what used to be the Killing Fields, but is now the hip part of town. You can come here to Wayfair and be a part of a four-hour happy hour here every day from three till seven where they have half-priced bar food and half-priced drinks as well. Today's show is brought to us by Door Furniture. For the past 80 years, Door Furniture has been serving retail customers throughout the greater New Orleans area from its home base on Elysian Fields in the Marigny, as well as finest quality furniture from brands like Stickley, Century and Flex Steel. Door's designers can customize pieces for your home. They can come to your home and tell you what to do from slip covers to dining room tables. If you're on the North Shore, by the way, Door recently opened a second location in Covington. Door furniture is about as New Orleans as it gets. Thanks to to Strategic Resumes. If you want to sharpen up your resume, your LinkedIn profile, or other job search skills, get in touch with Grant Cooper at Strategic Resumes. And thank you, too, to Travel Central and Metairie. If you're looking to get away, you can start your search with a free travel agent. It's kind of like doing kayak or Expedia, except someone else does it for you, and it's free. Okay. So that's today's show. Thank you, too, to everybody on Patreon who's part of our Patreon family. If you go to patreon.com and look for It's New Orleans happy hour you can join our patreon family for as little as a dollar a month and all sorts of magic things will open up to you also want to say thank you to andrew duhon who's not here today i don't know what i'm thanking him for exactly hey Andrew. justin molison is here is Hello. that do i pronounce it correctly that's, that's exactly right molison is right no i meant the justin bit actually you've got what about yeah hold on, that's so close nice to see you again close. nice to see you last again. time i saw you here with paul sanchez a while that was a while back yeah that was a while back yeah. but i still remember it oh yeah but just like it was yesterday yeah when was it it was about Yesterday, probably. Probably yesterday. Yeah. Two weeks yesterday. ago. Once upon a time, yeah. about last Thursday. Good to see you. And since I saw you last, you got engaged. At I did. Jazz Fest. At Jazz Fest. With On Paul. the stage On at the Jazz stage Fest. At Jazz Fest. I know. Here's Andrew Legrand is here as well. Hey, How are you doing, Andrew? It's so doing nice great. to see you. And Liz Wood is here as well. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, guys. All right. How are you? So now, talk about engagement. Yes. What happened? I saw on Facebook <laughs> that you got engaged on some sort of a stage at Jazz fest. Okay, so I, yeah. What uh, got into you? It was Paul. <laughs> well, set the set. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so the last time I was here was with Paul Sanchez, right? Yes. And uh, since then, I've been playing music with him whenever he does the big shows in town with the Rolling Road Show. In fact, we have one coming up Friday at Chickiwawa. We'll be playing. What's the date exactly of that? That's do, 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 two days from now. So the 20th? Friday the 20th of July, 2018. If you're listening to this after that, too bad. Yes, unfortunately. But we can find us on Facebook. Yeah, justinmolison.com. M-O-L-A-I-S-O-N. Have you thought about changing your name to something a little bit more social media friendly? Yes. Uh, For a long time, I actually went by my middle name, which is Edward, because that's significantly easier to say and type out. However, there's too many other Justin Edwards out there Hmm. and Edwards as well. You've had the same problem with Liz Wood and Liz Woods. I do. Right. 
Yeah. Are there lots of Liz Wood? There's not that many Liz Wood. Is. Is. <laughs> There's lots of Liz Woodses. I think more Liz Woodses. Where, where did you get wood from? <laughs> why, is your, why is your name Wood but and no. not Woods? <laughs> I, I have to blame my dad for that. What's the story behind that? Why is the distinction between Wood and Woods? I don't know. I mean, I like the hmm. wood. Like, just one's good enough, I like enough, the wood, right? exactly. One, w- one wood is enough. But why are most people called Woods, then? I think it's just a habit that people want to put an S on a last name. It's weird. Legrands. Legrand. My, like e. e. My name e. ends with an they S. Want, the e. They want some. It, a D is not good. Yeah, enough. but if maybe it's the D your last name. If you took the S out, would be Maury. Maury. Grant Maury. Maury with an I. It's a good idea. Actually. Uh, I bet there's no one on I Facebook called no Grant Maury. Yeah, I'm sure there's not. Look it up, Xerox. See if I can change my name to Grant Maury, and then. You, what, what will they do with the spare S, though? I can donate, donate the, it to somebody? To Edwards. <laughs> give it to, it to So you'd be just... Give it to Liz so she can have her woods. Poor I'll thing. <laughs> do you own Liz Woods Realty as well as Liz Wood Realty? I actually don't. Let's do don't, that while we're yeah. here. Why not? Because that's not my name. Yeah, but people must be looking for you. <laughs> you know, like... Lizwood.com. <laughs> somebody, somebody bought... See, I like un- that. That's simple. Lizwood.com. Yeah. yeah. Well, yours I is JustinMollison.com. Like yeah, that's right. Simple. What's yours? <laughs> Are you AndrewLegrand.com? No, it's close. But if you Wh- search it, you'll find it. What is it? Uh, my business site is Sparrowlaw.com. Sparrowlaw. S-P-E-R-A. Correct. So you are a lawyer? I am. And your name is not Sparrow? No. But do you own the company? Correct. Okay. Well, is there a story behind that? Are you uh, hiding from the law? <laughs> no, it was just uh, I, I realized I would eventually add more lawyers over time. And then you get out of the whole like ego thing where it's like Legrand, Wood, Molaison, and Mari. Yeah, and that then, sounds good right there. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up. That's Let's go. Smart, it's a <laughs> do you have a Do you have a law degree, Liz? I don't. That's it. Yeah. Unfortunately, we, we can't make that happen. You're a lawyer, though. That's Justin, right. Well. I am. So you two guys are both by day. You're a don't. lawyer by day. By and day. A singer by night. And musician by night. Or afternoon in this case. Mm-hmm. And Andrew, what do you do besides being a lawyer? Do you do anything else? Because it is new. Not really a night. No, a lot of ultimate frisbee. Ultimate frisbee. A lot of running around. A lot of biking. Biking and ultimate uh, frisbee. Yeah, biking about it. It's a lot of luring these days. So why there, there why is. did you choose? <laughs> we're getting back to the engagement in a minute, by sure, the way. Sure, Don't worry sure. about that. Sure, why, sure, sure. Why did you choose Spera Law? Is it in your family name? Uh, no, we worked with a branding agency, and it's one of the names they came up with. It means trust or plan in Italian. So we help business owners plan for the future. Spera. So there's kind of a name there. Does it really? Uh, it's Spera, easy to spell, it also means right? hope. S-P-E-R-A. You, you look at some of the law firms, I'm sure you've seen some of like the commercials where it's like, Right. Right. And then you get into this like ego thing with other lawyers where it's like, is your name on the door? Is your name not on the door? Yeah. It's like, look, there's no ego here. My name's not on the door. Your name's not on the door. No one's name is on the door. Wow. So you thought this through. And sparelaw.com was available. So at the end of the day, <laughs> that's kind of what matters. Sure. Right? Was right. the name.com <laughs> available? Sparelaw. Okay. So there is there is a family here in town called that are the Sparrows. You Keith do know Sparrow. that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Keith, Keith Sparrow. You get that at times. You yeah. know what? It's actually a good trick when I get called from somebody to say, "Hey, is Mr. Sparrow there?" Wow. You and know, it's a good, and like, you're like, I'm not answering hold, the phone please. call. <laughs> <laughs> that's genius. It's it's like it's usually a vendor. It's somebody along yeah. those mm-hmm. lines that's trying to be cute. It's like oh, sure. No. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. I'm uh-huh, good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll hold. Click. That's pretty good. What does it mean in Spanish, espera? Isn't that hope or something? Yeah, I think so. Espera? Yeah, espera. Hope. Yeah. It sounds it's, close I to hope. I think it's hope. C-Rock will tell us what that means in Spanish. Okay, yeah, so there right. you are at Jazz Fest playing with Paul Sanchez. <laughs> I'm playing with Paul Sanchez. 
Uh, what, first day, time, what day of Jazz Fest? Locals Thursday. Okay. So, you know, good day, good weather, couldn't ask for anything better. And uh, about two weeks prior to it, uh, I talked to Paul and said, look, do you mind if I take a short 30 seconds and, and propose to Sarah, my, my fiat? Hi, she's watching. Uh, okay. So, and... Um, How long have you been dating Sarah at this point? Well, we've been we've known each other for like two years now. Okay. So, and um, how did you meet? I met her at my show. At what? My, what am I? So she's a, a show a in Metairie at this. It was just this one-off. Somebody I knew had lost his voice, and he was playing this show. He's like, "I need I need help. Can you come over and, and sing for me?" So it was just this fluke thing that right. I happened to go. And it was at this... Who was it? Gary Como? No, 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 no. Tony so, uh, Bennett? His name's Steve Arsenault. I'm sure he'll watch this at some point, too. Okay. And he, uh, he, he called me up. He's like, you know, I, I, got it. I need help getting through it. Uh, it's at, it was at this really smoky dive in Metairie called Bugsy's. I don't know if y'all have heard of Bugsy's. Bugsy's, yes. We've heard of Bugsy's. Okay. <laughs> Haven't you? Bugsy's it, on... On Cleary. On Cleary. On Cleary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. There weren't people smoking in there, really, were there, though? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Are you allowed to smoke in places? Jefferson in Metairie, you can. Yeah. Is that a fact? Yeah. Oh, of course. I thought it was statewide. Oh, I, no. no. Should we just move this whole podcast so we can all go smoke <laughs> yeah. in a bar? Is that, is that what you need? You can't smoke weed there yet, though. No. no. Well, well no I mean... Well, worrying about that, though. Maybe you can't. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Who knows? Bugsy sounds nice. Okay. It's Bugsy's. It's 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 a hideaway. Okay, as, so you, as you would say. So you can actually smoke inside a building inside in the, the building. state of Louisiana. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was like clear the air or whatever the hell that you just was. you just got to go across the parish line. I and thought you're you good to go. I thought the whole state was smoking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's people still smoking. Welcome to Metri, bro. Okay. So there's people <laughs> still smoking in Bugsy's while you're playing. Well, I'm like playing. Steve Arsenault's so, gig. So Steve Arsenault, he's, and I played a gig earlier, and he goes, just come after you get done, and we'll set up and play. So um, her mom is friends Sarah's with Steve. Mom. Yes. Okay. Sarah's mom's friends with Steve. Okay. And the funny thing is, is that Sarah's mom is actually friends with my stepmother as well, but we learned that after the fact. In any case, she brought Sarah to come out and see to the show because she was just needed to get her out the house. So she came and we Did met. Did they live together? And since Sarah? then, it's been, that's you know, re- that's, that's it. Really, what? That's really fate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully, the, right? What was the song you were playing when Sarah first noticed you? Oh, I'm sure it was something from Skinnerd. Skinnerd? I wish I could say something <laughs> better, but I'm sure it was Leonard Skinnerd or something, something of the classic route. Realm. Was I'm that, sure. Is that what you do mostly? I got this bio. Oh no, this man! This I don't. I don't do most this. of that at all. All right, go ahead. Look at this real, bio real, stuff. Okay. Real, anyway, no, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> let's, that. let's go back to the proposal. <laughs> so let's go back. So to there the proposal. we are. So how here I get, am. How do we even get to? Oh, that's this how you is, met. This is okay, a brief that's bio. how we met. By the way, when you ask a lawyer for a brief bio, this is what you get. Yeah, that's a lawyer's bio right there. Exactly. This is mostly. It doesn't even say your lawyer on this whole bio. At the end, at the very last sentence, it says that you can also find him advocating for musicians as an entertainment attorney. Yes, that's right. So you're an entertainment attorney. You have your own company as well. Yes, Molson Law Firm. Mollison Law Firm. That's right. Why didn't you call it Spare 2? Because I'm... Uh, 2.0. Because I'm, I'm the third generation, so it's passed down. So this is my... You're the third generation the third of generation lawyers. of lawyer in my family. Really? Yeah, my grandfather was a lawyer in Jefferson Parish, and then my dad's been practicing for 30... over 35 years now. He still practices there. Is he in Jefferson Parish? And then Parish it's me. Are you in Jeff Parish as well? For the most part, is yeah. the judge? Okay. I'm related to the judge. I'm not related dad, to though. the judge. So Not my dad. 
can you get us like out of jail? Are you the person that we know now? I can't get you out of jail. Or something? But I can talk to somebody. You can get us out of jail. I'm sure that helps, right? Okay. Well, you have to know somebody. Everybody's got to know somebody. You do have to know somebody. Especially in Jefferson Parish. Exactly. Oh, yes. Good point. Do you work in Jefferson Parish as well, Andrew? I mean, I go over there from time to time. Your office is in downtown somewhere. We. So our office is in the cloud. We're remote. We're paperless. You don't have an office? I have an office, but... You have a firm that's called after someone who doesn't exist, and you don't have an office. This is the modern modern age attorney We're not there all the time. People are like, can I come by and see you? I'm like, no, I'm at home right now in my my pajamas. So why don't you have an office? That doesn't... Because I like to work from home. I don't have... have You don't have an office either. It's cost-effective. Yeah, but you're not a lawyer, though. People don't want to come to your office. They want to go and look at houses. Yeah, right. I bet that you're a realtor, right? right? Right. I bet when you need so. to meet somebody, though, you have no, a place I to have go to. I have an office. Yeah, you have an office. Yeah, we, we do have an office. Yeah, we're required to have an office. We have to give an address, and you know, an address, look up your right? Address. Really? Uh, but at yes, the end that's of the day, correct. You know, it's by LSBA rules. What is required that? to LSBA have an office? LSBA stand for Louisiana State Bar Association. Association. Yeah. Okay. So I think I said that right. So you have to have an office if you're going to be an attorney. I just in the got state sick of, of having to drive somewhere <laughs> yeah, to no do kidding. something that right. I could do just as well. Well, I'm glad you made it here. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but I got to be here, right? <laughs> you can stay at home drinking. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay. Into my house. We could have done so that. Where do you live? <laughs> Treme. You do. Mm-hmm. That would be a good spot for us. Yeah, so you moved. Fun. You moved to. Tr- so you have work out of your house in Treme. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty time. groovy. Do you have like a big old house that you've fixed up? Uh, it's not too big. It's about 800 square feet. That is not Half big. That's tiny. Actually. Yeah, it's pretty small. 800 square feet. I live by myself, so you know it's a small spot. But yeah, that's very small. You don't get claustrophobic. That's about the size <laughs> of an office. <laughs> well, like Ox, Liz, Liz is a realtor. 800 square feet. That's a. So I I live in 1300 with three humans and three animals. Oh yeah. That's okay, yeah. let's go through them one at a time. That's claustrophobia. Are so we're moving. Are you one of the three humans? <laughs> Friday we're moving. This I'm Friday? One of the, three. Oh. the same day that Justin's playing at... Yeah. Where, where, where are you playing again? Chicky Wawa. Chicky Wawa on Friday. The heart and of Mid-City. You can move and then you can go to the gig. Wait, where are you on Friday? I go to Chicky Wawa regularly. Yeah. I'm there like every it. Monday now. Since, are you? Since the Except first time I've been on this show. Friday. I've been there every Monday since, since I first right. showed up on this show. Wow. Which was about well, a year I, and a half ago. I would imagine I've seen you, but didn't know. But not memorable. I was there. I was probably there. Now I know people. Yeah. They, yeah. Now you know people. You'd be like, I that guy Justin, I met I him. I know that guy. <laughs> Let me in. He's engaged. That's He's so. a lawyer. So you're living with three, two other people. Two other people. And three animals. Three animals. What yeah. are the animals? Two cats and a dog. Okay. What are their names? Dog is Tater. Tater. Tater Tot. Okay. The cats are Merlin and Pepper. Okay, so they're all going to have to move on Friday. Everybody's moving. They're all moving. Where to? Around the corner. Okay. Yeah, Where from? real far. Old Metairie. So ah, that's where I am. Old Metairie. Nice. But mm-hmm. Old Metairie is part of New Orleans. I grew up in Old Metairie. With it my fiancé. The two of us are over there. You're li- so you grew up there. What street did you grow up on? Uh, Livingston. And where nice. are you moving? I'm, in El- I'm on Elmere. Elmere. And we're right off na- of Metairie We're Road. neighbors. We're neighbors. Really so close. So you guys are all, <laughs> with, you're all Metairie. Well, you, do, you moved out of Metairie and moved to Treme. Yeah. That's a good move. Yeah, it's a move so. in the right direction. You guys are still over there. And are you technically in Orleans Parish or Jefferson? Parish? I am not. I am uh, I'm border Orleans. Yep. 
but Port, I am Jester. still Jefferson. You are? Yes. What are you, Justin? Jefferson. I'm definitely Jefferson. Hmm. But it has advantages as far as the car insurance is concerned. Well, there's a couple. It has a few other like things. Like, if I call the cops, well, they're there in They actually seconds. show up. There's, there's like that. I, well, that is different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think it's broken their bars. Yeah. Yeah. And we can smoke you in can our smoke bars, even so though I don't yeah, smoke. Okay. So I have a bar six houses down right now, and we go. Wait, which one? Mama's Place. Plug. You go. <laughs> you take the kids there, and the. I do not. So who who are the, the humans? Dogs. It's you. So Mama's it's place. Oh, I know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I do know where that is. Why yes. wouldn't you if you yes. live over? I live right around the corner yeah. from there. Do you know there. the electric cocktail? I sure do we know should, the electric we should cocktail. Rendezvous there. <laughs> the electric what? Cocktail. The electric cocktail. Oh yeah. That's I, a there bar? have been many a times when I get a phone call from my buddy Craig, who's grew up here, and he's like. Cocktail. We need to go to the cocktail right <laughs> now. And of course, I go and we shoot pool and drink beer and whatever until our significant others say, Hey, are you getting your ass home or what? <laughs> Talking of which, there we are at Jazz Fest. <laughs> there I am at Jazz so Fest. <laughs> you said to Paul Sanchez, I need 30 seconds to propose to I need Sarah. 30 seconds to, to propose to Okay, when we Sarah. finish the story, I'm going to make you play a song as well. Okay. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Okay. Somebody remember that. I'll try to remember okay. it myself. Okay. Okay, so. Yeah, so and Paul says what? Paul says absolutely. Uh, let me know what you need in terms so of getting things there. This is a jazz there. fest set. Jazz that fest comes set. around once a year. That's a very coveted. My first gig. Sh- my first jazz fest too. I get on the stage and it's the Gentilly stage. That's huge. So it's huge, and I'm I'm sitting there and they're like, Are "You nervous? Are you nervous?" I'm like, "No, I'm really not." I was more nervous about proposing than I was about actually playing the right. show. <laughs> But pr- so I, I bet I got a photographer to come and like he posed like he was taking photos of the band, which he did. And the photo it's Zach Luther. Hi, hi Zach. So Zach, he he's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal photographer, and uh, I had him come out and um, shoot it. And then um, about three quarters of the way through the set, we were about to play one of Paul's songs called "Light It on Fire," and he says, "Justin here, it's his first jazz fest. He just wanted to say something real quick." So I. Uh, Turned to Sarah and I Where called she? her. She's, on, she's, the side of the she's stage. on the side of the stage, which was a whole nightmare in and of itself. Because okay, so I thought, you know, me, I thought that, and I've never been but backstage at Jazz Fest. So when they've got this, they've got the stage right, and they've got it, they've got it set up. So it, you've, you've got the stage where everybody sets up, and then they've got this se- secondary area where, if you want guests to watch you, they can come on. St- there's like seats and a TV and everything, and you can watch it there. But there's a barricade between that and the stage, and I'm and she's got and she's got the pass, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, how in the world am I going to get her from around there to the other side? So I was Are like, Are you thinking that the whole time you're playing? Yeah, this is before this is before 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 we get out there. I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, how am I going to at least get her on the stage? So I snuck her. I was like, look, you're going to get on the stage with me, come hell or high water. She goes, I'll just sit. I said, no, I want you on the stage. It's a special moment for me, and I want you to be a part of it. So be there. Okay, okay. And then she she was really shy about getting on the side of the stage right next to where the chairs were. So I was like, all right, Zach, because. Good thing is Zach actually knew her personally, so I was like Zach here, and he was in on it. So I was like, "Dude, two things: one, make sure her ass is on the stage <laughs> when I'm going to propose her, and two, she'll probably be completely shocked and not know what to do, and you might need to give her a nudge." So there's a video, okay, of us of me proposing to her on Jazz Fest, and you can act. So I proposed to her, and I, you know, 
Ask her if she wants to be my wants to well, be my wife. Well, how So Paul Sanchez says I'm going to take a few minutes, a few moments out of the show, out of my coming to jazz fest set. Literally thirty seconds, and he goes, he goes, he goes. Justin, want to say something real quick? And I said, uh, I said, uh, I just want to give a shout out real quick. This is my first jazz fest. I'm so happy to be here. I want to give a quick shout out to my lovely girlfriend Sarah back there in the back. She hates it when I call her out as my girlfriend. I wonder if that would change if I made her my wife and then I looked back at her and everybody that's when the whole place roared <laughs> and, wow. and she looked and she's and she didn't know what to do it's like I told Zach what I was going to tell him it's like you're going to need to do the nudge so she nudged and I waved her over and got down on one knee and proposed oh, to her right then yeah. and there and wow. then it took no more than 30 seconds I got back on the microphone and said she said maybe and then we started the next <laughs> song <laughs> What did she say? She, she, oh, she said, yes, you idiot, so is what she <laughs> said. <laughs> yes, you idiot, oh is what God. she said. It was fantastic. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. So that is a pretty good proposal story. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to yours next, Liz. My, mine, was tot- mine was a threat. If there was one other person there, it was a no. <laughs> so he knew better. <laughs> so he knew better than to do that in front that of... That would have been... That would have been if you had <laughs> one witness to the <laughs> right. proposal, you would have said well, no. Well, we did. We had our my cat that died before the two cats and the dog and I was good with that my cat that died <laughs> before the two cats the death had nothing to do with the proposal no how long ago was this this was when did we get, uh, March this year no what no March of last year that's only a year ago that was a year ago you've Mar- already Mar- got in the house got married we like to move got, quick got a dog two cats and yeah. you now you're moving all since last March and and a child and a child. And a child. Holy shit. Woo. You're doing great. Not just any child. You told me about this child. He's fire. 11. <laughs> you started How, off with an 11-year-old. <laughs> wow. How did you get an 11-year-old? Should we get to that after we make Justin yeah. play? Yeah. Okay, I well, think we can, need to make we Justin can, play. I can get into that, too, because she's got a 12-year-old, so we can have this Who's got a 12-year-old? Sarah. Sarah. Sarah came with a 12-year-old. Sarah came with a 12-year-old. Oh, we're neighbors. Wait, we're neighbors and we have kids? Same age? Yes. And you have a boy? I have a boy. And, and you I have, have a girl. girl. Oh, this is perfect. Oh. Okay. Well, romance. There you go. <laughs> All right. Okay, what are we listening to? I don't know. Let's do, let's do, uh, th- something from let's do, let's do an audience What's participation. What's the drinking age in Jefferson Parish? Can you send this 11-year-old and 12-year-old to Mama's Place? Is that a thing in Jefferson Parish? Oh, I think we should send them, to I think pon- just send them to Pontiff Playground. Yeah, Pontiff. And on just their see bikes, where it goes and then and we yeah. will tell them to meet back meet at back Mama's. Meet back at Mama's. <laughs> that sounds like an idea. It's close enough. The submarine races at the Bonneville Blunt launch? At the what? The submarine, ra- the submarine races. Oh my I goodness! I didn't even know it. All right, so I need your help. So if we're gonna do this, I need your help. So it, uh, there's a there's an audience participation part. So you gotta go. It's. Uh, whoa, whoa. Y'all gotta do it with me. Come on. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Okay. Whoa, whoa. One more time with feeling. Whoa, whoa. It's late, I'm up dancing in my room. I smile, it's great, I smell that sweet perfume. That look, yeah, you know, tells me all I need. I'm proud, screaming aloud to feel your love. And every day, I ain't ever felt this yearning like I do for that touch. So true and so pure And there's 
three, four, come on. Whoa, whoa. whoa. One more time, come on. Whoa, whoa. Come in with these backing <laughs> vocals. How do you how do you learn that? that on the fly, it's supposed to all be on the fly. We, we talked about this before the show, guys. <laughs> I mean, come on. We should have done I mean, another one on. more rehearsal for that. <laughs> okay, so that's an original song. That's an original. Nice song. Yeah, What's it, really what do you nice. call it? It's called "Ain't Love Like This." Ain't lo- and is it about Sarah? It is about Sarah. Okay. And I figured that if I was going to talk about her, I might as well. Do the song. Do her and song. Sing, a, sing about her. Where so. would we steal that from? Is it on Spotify? It is or? not yet on Spotify or iTunes yet because I have a, uh, I have John Herbert who plays with me in the Roadshow coming. Actually, he's coming this week to come record the harmonica track that's going on there, and then it'll be up on all of your streaming devices. Okay. So, is that hard? By the way, is that is it hard to get on Spotify as an artist? Like, what do you what do you have? To not do? anymore. You, like, no, like, they've got hey. so many so many different um, platforms that help you get there that you pay for. Um, Are you pay to be on Spotify? Well, there's there's programs that help you do digital promotion. So uh, you know they'll they set up the accounts for you to get onto your iTunes, your Spotify, your Amazon, all the other streaming platforms, so that you can it's monetized, and then it all goes back to them. For their little ten percent cut, and then it goes from there. They if get ten percent of yes. everything you make, which usually is next to yes. nothing. Which is that's pays for making, itself. That's how Spotify makes money. They make ten percent of your pathetic. No, no, that's no. not Spotify. That's not Spotify. That's, not Spotify. that's, that's Spotify. the that's, that's, why. The gr- that's the Spotify makes way more off of me than than right. than that. The ten percent so, that comes to me comes through back through the the digital distribution platforms. Okay. But what about... I know, I'm talking what, with my hands. What's happening? <laughs> there's, this there's this fly that really likes Oh, there's me. a fly. 
I mean, it is digging you. <laughs> Why do you think that is? I think it's the hair. Maybe. Oh, I see it. Okay, so it's all good. I hear it's what you're saying, here. though, Andrew. What you're getting at is that can anyone just put any old crap up on Spotify? I, I'm just curious. Good as question. To how, could we? Yeah, how you, could how we do do put that? a song up? Absolutely. You and me could record yeah, something. Really? Quick. Oh, you and I. Let's record. do it. And you can do yeah. it on your phone, too. You just Let's do it. Let's put up a song. Up. So is that, is Look, that I can actually make it? that happen right now. Hold on. Look. You can't put just any old guy. No, he paid, uh, he paid 10% sure. to somebody else to do it, right? So, I paid so 10% for somebody else so to do it. So he doesn't do anything. He just, what, you just give him a, some information? I just give him, I just upload the stuff, give it up, give it the track listing, who the authors are, the copyright information, and we go from there. Look, it's very simple to make the song. All you do is press record and go. see that. How can you even see anything? How does the money come to you, though? You have an, you, it, so it, it gets you, it comes back to you in the form of a check. They write you a check mm-hmm. from all and these various platforms. And it's quarterly. And it's someone Just like collecting it is from Spotify. It? Someone is collecting that? They are. All of that. The service is co- the, the digital service. production, the, the digital right. pr- uh, Pro- distribution company. And what's the name of that company? Man, there's a bunch of them. Which one do you use? Banzoogle. Banzoogle. Hmm. Okay. So you just give your track to Banzoogle and it puts it on every platform yep. and gives you the money. Yep. And they take 10% for that. That's right. That's not bad. It's a pretty good system. Yes. Yeah, but there's no, there's no money involved apparently though. Mm, there's an initial setup fee and it's cheap. It's like, it's, again, it's like 10 bucks. But the royalty rate on like something like Spotify is pennies. so small. Pennies. Pennies. Portions of pennies, right? Portions yeah. Is it, is it like pennies. how many listens you get? Is that? Yeah, it's what it bo- that's what it boils down to. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's but if you have a song on the radio, you get paid like seven or eight cents every time they play it. On Spotify, you get point zero 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 one cent. That's something. right. Yeah, which so like you have to have something like percent. two two billion <laughs> plays. Yeah. that's why everybody that's like the the big like true music advocates are the ones that have a particular playlist and they'll just have it running. So when they sleep, right, it's just got all the streams. Uh, oh yeah. I don't even think about that. Oh yeah, wow. you can put your own song on. Yeah. So if you really want to support, if you really want to support your artist, uh, go put when you go to sleep. Put on your favorite artist songs and put it on local artists and put it on. <laughs> wow. And put it on on repeat Are so that it, you get more streams and then it goes through all Why that. Why is that never a thing? Why don't we? Uh, how have I never heard that before? Mm. I'm shocked that it hasn't been said enough. To be honest, yeah. I'm, I'm I see it from time to time, but have I'm also a musician. That? I've no. never heard. I don't that. think so. I know. I don't think I know enough musicians. Is the that might be the deal? That's the deal. That might be the deal. That's my deal. I That's, mean. I'm surprised that no one's mentioned that ever. I've never heard that either, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Of all the people we've had sitting here at this table talking about not making any money in the music business, no one's mentioned. Just putting, telling everybody to putting do that. me on repeat. Put it on, on repeat. Spotify. That's interesting. And how much money could you make at the end of the night? And maybe a dollar. I mean, it ends up being you know instead of being point uh, a cent, you might get ten cents. Did you have you got <laughs> have you gotten a check for ten cents? The most money I've made from streaming and, and through distribution has been in one check was twenty two dollars, and that was and that's pretty big. That's that big. was pretty big, and that was before streaming really became a thing. That was when we were trying to sell CDs through CD Baby, and they had right. streaming had just started. That was oh, before yeah. that. Yeah, that was when they were still trying to figure out how to get the streaming rights and how to do the, the digital how much DRM it was going to be. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Lisa, how did you meet this guy you got married to in March? Uh, we actually met through a mutual friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything to do with Bugsies? Nothing to do with Nothing, nothing to do with Bugsies. No. What, what parish were you in? Uh, Orleans. Orleans Parish. What, yeah, was we the, what was the situation? At someone's house? So the situation was that uh, I had seen him years before, and he plays rugby, so he's really 
short is shorts that I always short shorts. So the first time I saw him, I thought he was like the entertainment of the night. But I was like, hey, like that guy's really attractive. Yeah. You thought he was a stripper because he was wearing short shorts maybe like a rugby player. It just okay. seemed weird. So Where was this? This was at a friend's party. At a ha- and someone's, he went to a party in his rugby shorts. He did. Okay, right there is interesting. He's a trip. Like, he, he's going to go. Okay. It doesn't matter. If, if there's a party, he's going to go, but he's also going to go to rugby first. So, he... <laughs> okay. <laughs> was he dirty and filthy and cut up? I don't Did remember. Okay. It didn't matter. I was like, he's really attractive. And they're like, oh, yeah. Get in line for that, for that guy. And I was dating What's someone. What's his name? You were dating someone else. I was dating someone else. Okay. So I didn't... I was, was he I dating someone else as well? I don't think so at that time. Okay. But then we both were. And it just, you know, years passed. And then... Okay, this, oh, that was so... That was years ago. Years. Ah. And then later, uh, we were both single coming out of uh, pretty you know, strenuous relationships and neither of us had any interest. And then uh, the friend lied to each of us telling him I was begging to go out with him and told me that uh, he was asking about me. So we said, well, I guess. And then we went out. That could have really gone bad. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. (laughs) So your friend is the person to thank for this. Yes, she is. Yeah. That's a great tactic. It was it was an interesting tactic. Tactic. I mean, not a lot of people would have the nerve to do it. I was like, wait. Later, I found out. It's a good friend there. Later, I said something about. Oh, you were asking about me. He goes, No, I heard you were begging. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I didn't know such thing. (laughs) Y'all both show up at this dude's doorstep, banging on his door. You lied to us. I know. I, it was hilarious, though. So yeah. So here we are. That is pretty. And that wasn't. That was just recently. So that and happened. Let me think. We twenty January of twenty sixteen. Twenty. Yeah. Got okay. engaged in March twenty seventeen. Married October twenty seventeen. Okay. Uh, and then how'd you come up with the idea of adopting an eleven year old? So we're fostering. Fostering. How did you come up with that uh, plan? So I decided I was never going to be married and I was getting older and I was like, well, I want a kid. And so I'm going to go ahead with this. And then we met and I said, this is before this is before him. So this is before Jeff. Yeah. From 2016 it takes that long to get a foster kid. Well, I hadn't done anything. I had just mentally committed to it. Okay. And so when we you met, change your mind about things, you know, I could, but it was, this was my thing. You decided I'm going to foster a child. I was, t- you know, you can only change so many plans for another person. Okay. And then if it doesn't align, it doesn't align. So, so how'd you bring that up in conversation? Did you discuss that before you got married? We did. I said, uh, you don't have to say yes, but if it's a hard no, we got to rethink this. Okay. So it wasn't a hard no. And uh, it's pretty unusual to find something. Now the flies flying around you. So it's, it's pretty hard to find somebody. Who, maybe it flies around whoever should be talking next. It's it like some be. sort of maybe. a sign, like a talking stick. <laughs> it's pretty hard to find someone who would agree to it's want to foster a child. Most people would go like, "I don't know about that." Don't you think, guys? I as guys, yeah. Oh, so. who's I calling d- me? I don't Maria, know many people like Maria. Hi, Maria. Oh, I can't talk to Maria. <laughs> That's um. So I, no, it's, I just, it's definitely, it's definitely. Uh, I was prepared for him to say no. 
I was not, I did not think it was going to go in the direction that I was. You didn't think it was going to say yes. You thought he was going to say no, and there would be an out, so you wouldn't have to marry him. It w- yeah, but not in that, not that joyful. <laughs> not that, yeah. Not that I like joyful. the way you said that. I was, oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, wait You're a thinking second, this is great. all going to go wrong. He's going to say no, and like, then we're not going to get I'm married. I'm going to be right. single forever, so. But you'd have your little foster child, though, yeah. so you'd be all right. So he said, yeah, I'm up for that idea. So okay, he said, I said, it. let's go through the classes. Let's take one step at a time. If the class, if we hate it, we'll, we'll forget it. What do they teach you in foster care class? They basically scare you to death. And if you are a scared person. So it, you learn about the most atrocious things that could ever happen to human beings. And uh, <laughs> What are they? Murder? Well, Could so your foster kid, do why, they say the kid might kill so you? So when a child is taken away from their own parents, they have to be pretty bad parents. Mm-hmm. So abuse, neglect. Come on. Uh, she must, something must be really wrong if Maria's calling me <laughs> twice. Maybe I should text her. And Maybe this is not the right yeah. topic. <laughs> to be no. So we'll just keep going on the next, so <laughs> next topic. So, next. so who is this Maria? Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other story. So, so Wait, now hold on. Yeah. That, that, is, that is a good story. That is a good story. Oh. Though. I'll tell you about her in a minute. So, so, what are they, so they're preparing you for someone who's got, got behavioral problems for a start. They're... They're mentally, they're not prepared. There's no preparation for this. I can tell you that. Uh, Whatever I thought I was prepared for went out the window when (laughs) this child arrived on my doorstep. But this is what the classes are for, though, right? They're a preparation for receiving a child into your home who's going to have issues. Right. Because he he or she has been taken away from his or her own parents. Right. Or at least a parent. A parent, yeah. Do you get to know what the backstory of your child is or is it you do I ask a lot of questions um, not to him I ask um, right I mean there's probably 10 different people I have to deal with regularly 10 whoa Uh, they're you know therapists uh, psychiatrists are you paying for all this no it's all paid for by the state um so with fostering you get a little bit I wouldn't I wouldn't say like it's worth uh, if that's what you're in it oh, for. Oh, I see. Well, no, but you're not paying for the psychiatrist and the therapist. No, so they're on stuff. they're on Medicare, Medicaid. One of them. One of them, mm-hmm. whichever one is the right one. Mm-hmm. And uh and so the doctor's appointments are paid for. Okay. I'm that's not my Right. Uh, now if I chose to send him to private school, that would be on me. Okay. Uh but no, there's not um, we, like for example, two weeks in, we took him on a vacation to the Grand Canyon. Now that was not that's cool. That was on us. Uh, yeah, it was but cool. Did you find, so for has he been in other foster places he, before you, or has he come straight from an institution or from a family? Or he came from well, so he was uh, with his grandparents, and they and there was a situation where they just you know they wanted him to have a mom and dad, and he is. He's a wonderful fit. I'm not saying it's easy. Right. But I don't think raising kids is easy, from what I hear. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is it? Uh, no. Nothing's no. easy. Uh-uh. No. Nothing is no. easy. No. So well, let's how, I got, I got how are you doing with so your 12-year-old? So, yeah, yeah I... I, I from your Everything that I would... That I, and, you know, same situation. Like, it's... Didn't do the diapers thing. Didn't do the, you know... You started The small rearing 10. stuff. I started it at... at well, yeah, at, well, not really. 
I wasn't really re- truly introduced to her until she was probably 11. So that's and the then, same as you. And then, yeah. and then through the years, it's been, it, you know, and always, I, it's a little different because, like, you're mom. Yeah. You know, like, this is mom, I'm mom, and I'm mom is, this is what I say goes, and this right. is dad, and this is dad says goes, you know? But for me, it's a little different because mm. I'm not, I'm boyfriend. not dad. Right. I'm not mom, I'm, I'm stepdad, or soon to be stepdad. Right. So, you know, I have a, I don't have the same, you know, placeholder, you know? So, uh, but that being said, um, it's been interesting to see that develop because at first it was very shy when I was just the boyfriend and whatnot. And then when she started to see that this was becoming more serious with mom and she'd come around more, um, that sort of changed. And now it seems to me that seeing as she's a female and she's turning, she's starting to become a teenager. Right. I'm becoming quite the buffer these days between her and mom. Yeah. (laughs) So... Now, which, does is, she, which is good. Which is good. It makes makes it a lot easier for the two of them. So she ha- she has a good relationship with her dad. Yes. Okay. She does have a good relationship with her dad. Okay. Well, that's good. So that so that helps. That does help. That helps a lot. So what's your situation? Do you get to keep this child forever, or do you foster like? We'll find out when we uh, go it? to court. Go to court. So you, so do you need a lawyer because I have two. <laughs> so. Each kid is appointed an attorney okay. by the state. Uh, and when they go to court, uh, the parents have to follow certain guidelines in order to win the child back. And if they don't... You mean the real parents? The yes. real okay, parents. So the, the real parents. The real parents want this kid back. Yes. If they do. If uh, they do. Yeah. If, if they do. If they don't, they do whatever they want. Uh, they conduct themselves, however, uh, they're sure. on drugs. They keep doing drugs. If they don't want to be on drugs anymore, they go to rehab, as an example. Does the kid get a say in any of this? Does the kid say, I don't want to go back? Yes. With mom, or they can. I don't, they can. I don't like these foster parents or anything. Can he say anything? They Yes. So that's where that's where their attorney comes in. So they the attorney takes into consideration everything that the child says. It's not that they do everything that the, I mean, like the child can't say, I want to go to McDonald's every day. And the no, but I mean, it's, it's not, <laughs> not small stuff like McDonald's, but big stuff like the future of the rest of my life. As the kid get a say at a certain age, they do. Yes. I don't know what the age is. Do you know something about this? Justin? Oh yeah. No, I do a little bit of family law. You I, do. I, I thought yeah. you're an entertainment attorney. I do do an entertainment attorney information, but I also do some family law and, uh, some succession work on the side so I do know a lot about this um, it's it's depends on the age and their abilities to understand and comprehend the situation I mean I always and they teach you this in law school you know it's the best interest of the child trumps everything right so you know uh, and that's your standard that you're looking through through all these family law cases so yeah because of that the, and depending on what the how egregious the crimes are or, or the things that have been committed right and if they've been committed to the child versus committed to other people you know there's different degrees on how these things get measured out and they you know there's certain guidelines that the judges follow with regards to you know what the what these things need to be in order for them to regain that but it's such a high standard and especially at a point where um because they, you know, it's one of those uh, constitutional rights, care, custody, and control of your children, you know. 
So you know, you still have that. You still have that. Yeah, you still have that as as part of your rights as to your children in the Constitution, and and which seems bizarre yeah. to people like me who opt to care for a child whose parents couldn't do that or didn't do that. So it is. It's it's yep. a hairy system. It's a very uh, it's a that. very unique system, Church especially for those situations like that. Especially when you know when you, you know, and you're coming in and you're you're like you know. I, I, Kids in a bad place. I want to do what I can to help. Right. What I can do, what I can, you know. And it's it's I can. I, God bless you for it, because I I know I couldn't do it. What you happens, know? Andrew? Do you have anything to do with this? If you this field of law, I've never done any family law, but that is the standard. Is the whole what's in the best interest of the child, which is just very subjective, right? It's what very is, subjective. It's extremely subjective because the law hmm. also. But the older the kid gets, the older the kid gets, the more input they have as to what's the best interest, and then the older right? they get, the yeah. easier and it's not for just them, age them to too, right? Like a, an eleven-year-old can be very, can be smarter, more aware, correct, more right. mature than an eighteen to, than a seventeen-year-old. Right. right. It's all this is up. It's until a pretty child, low age 18. that. Yeah. I would. I want to say it's, twelve. It's twelve. Okay. It's usually about eleven or twelve. Yeah. You can get them on the stand to be able to testify okay. as to what they want. You know, the, they're they're at an education usually at an education level that allows them to be able to articulate their their. That is a terribly feelings. brutal thing for a child to go through. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Because oh, I mean, yeah. you grow up. You grow up. People around me have are just in awe they just want to know because they're they can never conceptualize right. the difference in lifestyle change like oh i have a kid and it goes <laughs> to catholic school and we have our little friends and that's that's their life that's what they how know. long have you had your kid now uh just go, going on about a month a month wow mm. so there was one day when you had another kids and then like the literally we were out at uh where did we go Bugsy's. Yeah, bistro American American Bistro, oh, yeah, Bywater yes. American Bistro. Yep. And the next day we had a child. Wow. What oh, do they? Wow. It's the fly right it's on your fly. head. Hanging do out. they just call you up and say, "Oh, by the way, it's nine o'clock tomorrow morning. We're dropping off a little." Normally Johnny? they do. We had a different situation, so we got the weekend to think about it, <laughs> uh, and then because it wasn't an urgent situation, um, it wasn't like they went into the middle of the night, took the child from the parents. That uh, happens, too. That happens, too. So you could get a call at 1 a.m. I, I told question. them don't because I turned my phone off. How <laughs> long did it take and how much did you spend to do the whole due diligence that the state does to say, are you actually somebody we'll give a child to? Oh, my gosh. That's a good question. That's insane. So the questions that they ask you that you have to fill out, for the history are <laughs> were you the favorite who was the favorite in your family oh god wow what uh how did you feel about how your parents raised you i mean just probably 20 pages of questions with little lines oh wow yeah well, so i guess uh, it's designed to Vet, some like sort of psychological profile of you. Yeah. Intimidate and vet, yeah. It's, it's so we to. put I mean, it. Read so the we news with all the the people who don't do good things with kids. I mean, you've yeah. got to. It's now become yeah. the big thing in in Hollywood w- to to, is that right? to Oh yeah, all the different movies that they've Angelina, got out with right? with with the uh, the kids and getting the kids out of foster homes and uh, really. What's that? 
Rise, they just had that TV show Rise that was on, and there was a foster kid that was there, but he was in a foster home that was had like six different foster kids with it. Really? Okay. And they were just trying to... And there was another one with the foster kid, another foster kid. I can't remember where that what TV show it was, but it was a different TV show. It just seems like you're seeing it. It's more prevalent today, and you're seeing it not in a positive light like right. you. Right. But you're seeing it more in this negative light, like it's being used to make money or it's being used for to be abusive. Shit. Do you have a song about foster kids? <laughs> no, I don't you, have. A are song you working about on foster one? Kids. Can you can you work on? Yeah. I got I got something kind of close. Okay. What have you got? Something that's. <laughs> We'll and record this. We're going to record this and put it on Spotify. And it probably right? fits because it's it's you know I know if if Andrew was here he he'd do a song, kind of similar to it. Yeah, but let me pull it up. Okay. I don't really usually play it, but I'll play that for you guys. Okay. Do we have to do any oohs and ahs on this one? No, you can just hang out. Okay. And I might have to cheat and look at my lyrics. You say that I am so unfit as a son What does it say about how you raised me, Mom? Because I'm clearly a product of the home that I made Is it any wonder why I didn't stay? The torment and dirt no one should go through So I guess that's the burden I carry as one The child of a mother unfit to be son I'm a huge disappointment, that's what you say, mom Cause I never live up to the things that you want Be a doctor, a surgeon, something other than me Instead of singing in bars to the drunks and the lonely Cause success is not about all the money you've made but the people that you've touched while you've gone your own way and i guess that's the burden i carry as one child and mother fit to be son is it so hard to be proud of me mom 
so hard to just love Without these conditions, demands and the such Without the need to be shoved To be happy For who I've become See, Mom, I still love you It's the choice that I make To break up the cycle and bury your head Proud to be called your loving son. I wish you'd respect me to do the same, Mom. Should I have my own child? I'll make sure that they know that they love. By a child of a mother unfit child of a mother unfit to be son I am a child of a mother unfit to be son Good heavens. Oh, awesome. Wow, Justin. Justin Morley's song. Thank you. Wow, that is a pretty deep sort of a song. I wasn't yeah, expecting pretty, that. Pretty deep song. Well, you, you were like, it's kind of fits. Perfect, it fits yeah, kind of what you were talking yeah. about. So, you know. Did you write that about your own uh, me, me and a bunch of other people that I spoke with about sort of our trials and tribulations with our mothers. I think it's sort of a, are you a, a culmination. Are you a, of a disappointment to your mother, even though you? I think from time to time it comes across that way, but you know. What did that she expect every you? Kid? I think that's every kid. I think that's Come on, no way, really. Oh, yeah, everyone I talk to says the same thing. I know. I think it's pretty. We're common. all disappointments to our mothers. Well, we. Are we, you Andrew? Xerox not Xerox mom thinks he's awesome. What about your mom, Andrew? <laughs> I know the baby is the favorite. I know that much. The baby. The baby. The baby. The baby. The baby. The, and I'm the older, no, I'm the older the one, oldest, too. Yeah. I'm the oldest, That's the too. common. Yeah. That's the common. And what are you, Andrew? You're the oldest? The oldest. So yeah. Are you a disappointment to your mother? Uh, well, I'm not the favorite, so. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it <laughs> wow. was... You know. I didn't know there was favorites. Yeah. There are you favorites. Can, I think they're Who was the favorite in your family? That's what they asked you in that thing. I am not going to even say. Did you have to tell the truth in that thing? That questionnaire? I told the truth. That's between okay. me and the state. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not the favorite in your family, Andrew. And that's what I'm told. Who told you that? My mom. She said that. Yeah, she says the little the baby's the favorite. Does she say that because she likes to drink a lot and gets drunk and <laughs> tells you that you're not the favorite, or is she just is in cold, sober conversation? She does like to drink. I don't know if that's why she's saying that, though. But what kind of person <laughs> in their right mind would say that in a normal daily conversation? Not the uh, sort of thing you say to somebody. It's very hurtful. It's very hurtful. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know if it's hurtful. It's saying, it's not. saying your disappointment and saying you're not the favorite are two different things. That's very true. Saying your disappointment is different from not being the favorite. I think it's yeah. natural for better? people to have favorites. I think it's a natural human thing. I think that thing. is too. I think it is a natural thing. We always pick, you know, I mean, we have sports teams that we pick. Right. That are oh, our come favorite on, sports really. teams. Don't that you think favorite, children? Our favorite drink, our favorite, our favorite radio very different. <laughs> it's very different from your favorite child, though. You're supposed to be able to see the positive qualities in, in everything. And you, I Especially agree. your children. I agree with that statement. But you'll still Don't have you? favorites, though. You still have one that you get along with better than the others. I guess that's possible. Yeah, okay. But is that your favorite or is just someone that you have a better conversation I think with if, or I relates think if to the... S- I think if, you're, you, you have, if you have a good relationship with your children, there's things that 
you favor about your children, but those things she are usually favored equally among those kids. If that makes sense. I agree completely agree with you. Okay. Right. But if you're That's if what one I of your kids then. if you're a musician, like you went to music school sure. and you and one of your kids is a musician, loves music and the other kid loves sports and you don't really care about sports. Sure. Okay. So you would get along better maybe with the kid who's a musician as a person because you're interested in the same shit. Correct. But you would still love the kid who is a sports person and be proud of this kid's ability to do sports. Not, wouldn't, not wouldn't having my, my own child, I would love any child that I had that was mine. Grant, you have a dog and a cat, right? Yes. Which is your favorite? I love them both equally. That, that's what a parent should say. I really do. That's they have different qualities. The dog's yeah. a better conversationalist. But the cat likes, you know, more violent stuff, which is yeah. Watch which the is fun. Let's try this. Yeah. Liz, who's your favorite child? Mine, mine varies from day to day. I like one better. One day it's Pepper. One day it's Tater. One day it's Merlin. I mean, Pepper, Tater, and Merlin. Yeah, those are my three faves. Well, I was getting right. to the point that you, you had get, one you child. You only have one child. <laughs> oh, the real <laughs> child. The real child. So he's it's a given. New. It's he's new. A given. We gonna, we, we're going to give you a pass only because it's but new. Like for, like for, <laughs> forgot about it. For I example, kid. he doesn't like Harry Potter, and I kind of wigged out. I was like, what? What? This is huh? yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Swipe, swipe left on your foster kid? Like, yeah. what is I'll tell you what. I like this kid already. He's smart <laughs> enough to know that Harry Potter is a bunch of bullshit. Did he like Lord of the Rings? I hate that too. I don't even know if he knows the Lord of the Rings is. Well, let's see. I like the head. sound of the sky already. <laughs> I'm going to send him to your house. Bring him over. Bring him over. <laughs> yeah, and he, he loves the saints. He can play with your dog and he cat. He loves the saints. <laughs> really? Your he children. wants to decorate in black and gold. I'm like, mm, <laughs> I don't think so. Liz, do you not like the saints? Didn't say that. Just okay. wouldn't. De- <laughs> did, did not say that. Just wouldn't be decorating everything no, in no. black and gold. Well, does he have his own? Does he get to decorate his own room? How he? I told he him wants? he can go for it. Yeah, there his, you go. Ro- his room, his decoration. There you go. That's Perfect. not my deal. Right. Just keep the door. <laughs> keep the door closed. So, Just Andrew, wh- how many kids are in your family? Uh, I'm one of four. Four. What number are you? I'm number one. Number one. Okay. Number one. And so the number four is the favorite. He's ten years younger. Definitely ten the favorite. Years yeah, that's a long time away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because your mom doesn't know him as well, because he's only been around for 10 fewer years. Does he still live in the so house? No, no, he's a college grad. Okay. Hmm. Well, kind of. He lives there right now. And does he's everyone get along in your family with the siblings? Most of the time, yeah. Yeah, we get along. I'd love to be there for that conversation when your mother tells you you're not the favorite. That's probably why she can say that, it's because we get along. Because <laughs> it's fine, because you can accept it, you're well adjusted. Because it's okay. Okay, mom. Yeah. Okay. You don't think about killing her ever, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Never crossed your mind? No. Really? I used to think about sho- shoving my mother under a bus. That was my own idea. Did she call you a disappointment? Uh, <laughs> I was way worse than that. But I thought, <laughs> I thought that no jury would convict me, frankly, if I really did it. You if I told them the story. Yeah, I had the whole thing figured out. That if, where, I, where if I had a now? good lawyer, oh, she died now. How? She's dead. Oh, she died of like kidney failure or something. No, so you didn't do it. No, 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 I did not. God, God got there before good, me. Now, good, I, wouldn't good, really, good. I wouldn't really have done it. How does it work in New Zealand? Guilty until proven innocent? Or I, think it's like same, it no, I think it's the same system. You just have to figure out the difference between wood and wouldn't. If you know the difference between wood and wouldn't, then you can get away with anything, like the President of the United States. Mm, yeah. Whether I would think the Russians are involved or wouldn't think the Russians are involved. It's apparently the same thing. You've been keeping up with this? Mm-hmm. So I think it's the same in the 
courts in New Zealand. Whether I would push my mother under a bus or wouldn't. Is key. Is a, that's that's the key. key. Yeah, well, you guys could come up with a good defense for me, right? If I'd, if I'd done it. I'm sure we could figure out an insanity play. I've known you well enough at this point to figure out <laughs> that you're pretty much <laughs> insane. I'm sure we could get an insanity right. play I in I could have gotten away with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you've never thought about killing your mother. Because my, you know, when they say terrible things to you, you don't think murder is justified. No, I don't think I don't <laughs> think murder is justified. There's no there's no justification. There's no justifiable murder. What do you think, Liz? I, I don't think so either. I, I'm like some of my friends' favorite friends, so I can live with that. If I'm other people's faves, I'm good. Right. I, I don't need you Where know. are your pa- did you grow up here? I did. And where are your parents today? So my parents are uh, in old Metairie, two blocks from me. Come on. About to be four blocks. They're still together? <laughs> You're moving, <laughs> really moving, 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 moving up in the world. I'm, getting, ah. I'm getting out. Are, hey. they good, are they good for uh, babysitting type? They are. My mom is watching Blake now. Okay. So, like, couldn't ask for a better... Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Dropped him off. Hey, listen, we got to get out of here. It's an hour has gone by already. Oh, my gosh. That was quick. I was ready to go that for another quick. hour. What, were we, know, what, what, what was I supposed to get to? Anything, by the way? I Anyone got a gig? Or yeah, we have to restart. Yeah. You want to start over? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll see you All right, we'll next see week. It's we'll see you in about one minute. See you in a second. Oh, all right. We're, okay, we're, we're, we're going fr- to we're we're start, start all over again. Yeah. <laughs> can, we move, can we move to Mama's? Yeah, let's move to Mama's. That makes, Why don't we that just go sense. down to your office in Treme, which is also your house? We can do that, too. That'll work. Let's just go there. square feet and there's nobody home. I got, do you have beers in the fridge? We can't all fit. We can't all fit in that house. 800 square feet. pretty small. We can all fit. Are you looking for something we bigger? Because Liz can, Liz can hook you up or something. We can all fit. 800 square feet. Just feet. Look at the size of this. You just moved in. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, congratulations. I do have stuff to, to plug. I got my, I've got my Mondays at Chicky Wawa okay. every day, 530 to 7, every week, 530 to 730. I'm there this Friday with Paul Sanchez and the Rolling Road Show. Uh, and I just got confirmation right before I got on the show that I'll be in at the Floribama with Terry McDermott from The Ooh. Voice. Oh, that's on a September great September 1st and September 2nd, Labor Day weekend Labor Day. out there. Oh, that's so going to be a good gig with Terry McDermott with Terry from McDermott The Voice. With Terry McDermott from The Voice. Cool, so, okay. That's he's exciting. a good guy, too. Yes, he's, he's, a, he's a trip, yeah. to say the least. He had another lawyer playing for him. I guess he fired him. Greg. Greg DeLeo. Greg DeLeo. What happened to Greg DeLeo? I like Greg. Your legal nah, minute. apparently I play guitar better than Greg. So just Terry McDermott has... Legal guitar players. For legal guitar players. That's interesting. Yes. The legal minute guy? The, the legal yeah. minute guy, Greg DeLeo. Yeah. Greg DeLeo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a guitarist. Yeah. He was, oh, yeah. He showed up on oh, the yeah. show with, with Terry McDermott. I'm like, hey, aren't you the guy from the legal minute? Aren't you the legal also, minute guy? He also plays guitar. That's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, indeed. Okay, that's going to be a good gig. Okay, so that's a floor of Bama. Okay, Liz, you have anything you want to add before we get out of here? I don't think so. I mean, Lizwood Realty. LizwoodRealty.com. Liz Not Wood. Woods. Yeah, Liz, Liz Wood. Wood. Singular. Singular and one, one. Andrew Legrand, you can find at the Spera Law Firm. Business Law. SperraBusinessLaw.com or SperraLaw.com. S P E R A. Yeah. And is it SperraLaw.com or SperraLaw.com? Okay. And you can follow up on me at JustinMolison.com. M O L A I S O N. I think you should go with Justin Edwards, Joe. Hey, listen, Happy Hour is brought to us today, you know, by whom? By Door Furniture. For the last 80 years, Door Furniture has been serving retail customers throughout the greater New Orleans area. From its home base on Elysian Fields in the Marigny, as well as the finest quality furniture from brands like Stickley, Century, and Flex Steel, Door's designers can customize pieces for your home from slip covers to dining room tables. If you're on the North Shore, by any chance, Door Furniture has opened a second location in Covington. Door Furniture is as New Orleans as it gets, and thank you too to Strategic Resumes. If you want to sharpen up your resume, your LinkedIn profile, or other job search skills, get in touch with them. And if you want to get away, start your travel search with Travel Central in 
Metairie. Where we already are. Exactly. Thanks to the Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural way to cure a hangover. Basics underneath, lingerie store on Magazine Street. And Louisiana Legs. It makes Louisiana Legs-type things for yoga. You can find on Instagram and Etsy. Thank you very much to Andrew Legrand, Liz Wood, and Justin Mollison who have all been here this week. Our show is produced by Graham DePonte. Our associate producer is Alison Moon and Christian Unruh is our music director. Monique Pyle is our associate music director. Thomas Walsh is our technical director. And today's show is engineered by Garrett Pittman. Asher Griffith is our Facebook live feed director who put this whole thing on Facebook. Andrew Searock. Searock is our fact checker and social media connector. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, it's neworleans.com, where you can find other happy hours we've recorded previously, as well as some other shows we're making, including Out to Lunch with Peter Aschuti, Life in Commander's Palace, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tookum, and our award-winning podcast about death called Death the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. And all of it we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Facebook page. These photos were taken today by Jill Lafleur. You can find more photos and info about Jill at lafleurphoto.com. If you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment if you've got one to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hours of Production of Iron Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com for Andrew Duhon, who you can find by going to andrewduhon.com. He's possibly in a town near you. Everyone else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at Iron Broadcasting. Thank you for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour. <laughs>